Kia ora and hello friends. Welcome back to the Restoring Connections podcast. This is episode 14. Um, and as per normal, we're talking about personal responsibility. We're talking about proactive care. We're talking about powerful communication and healthy boundaries. The, these are the dynamics that in our experience um, have been incredibly helpful and necessary for connections to be strong and healthy and especially for our most important relationships to be able to handle the inevitable storms that come. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when we drive each other completely nuts. And that's the reality is that it's actually the people we care about the most that often cause us the most pain. And so we've got to have a strategy in place. We've got to have a plan for what are we going to do when we're hurt. What am I going to do when you do something that really hurts me? And I want to know, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do when I do something? Not, not if, but when I do something that you find hurtful or at least annoying, mm. what's your plan? That's and right. that, that is at every level. That's with our kids and our family and our closest relationships and with each other. It's also with our teammates, uh, you know, and the, the people that we partner with. I want to know. I want to look somebody in the eye and I want to say, hey, it's only a matter of time until I do something that at least annoys you and frustrates you. It's probably just a matter of time until I do something that you find downright painful. Mm -hmm. um, what's your plan? Yeah. What are you going to do? How are you going to handle that? And, and for me to feel safe and, and really, and from, uh, you know, for my trust to be high, I need that confidence that you've got a plan that we're going to be able to stick together through the midst of that. Okay, so in the last episode, we talked about, um, oh, the name of the episode is What the Heck Just Happened, yeah. part one. And this is What the Heck Just Happened, part two. <laughs> um, so we're looking at these moments that are just bewildering mm. that we often, well, maybe not often, but we sometimes have in a relationship where there's a conversation, there's an argument, something happens, and it comes out of nowhere, and we find ourselves just, so, just thinking to ourselves, what the heck is even happening between us right now. What am I feeling? What are you feeling? Why are we even having this mm. argument? Why do you all of a sudden need loads of distance from me? Yeah. Like, why did you just react to me like that? Like, we've been, we've been relating like this for years. Mm. And all of a sudden, you something changes. Yeah. All of a sudden, I've done the same thing, you know, that I've done a hundred times before, but all of a sudden... You something's changed and now you need loads of distance from me or you blow up or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But we have these moments that are just incredibly bewildering. So we talked about this kind of funny story um, that happened um, between Cor and I where we, with this vacuum, you know. <laughs> so we're picking up from the previous episode 13 about um, she wanted to know if I had, you wanted to know if I had done Good job. My, if I'd done my <laughs> daggum job, right? And uh, and I said no, and I was kind of offended, and I had to deal with my heart and get to the bottom of why we had this bit of this sort of a what the heck just happened kind of a moment and how we worked through it. But in this episode, we want to look more closely at your side. The last mm. episode, we looked a lot at, at my side of that. We want to look more at your side. Tell us what that, um, talk about what that felt like for mm. you. Mm. You know, and, 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 and broadly what it feels like for you when you're, 
you know, mm. where all of a sudden someone's behavior towards you is super perplexing. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden they need distance or they're offended mm. by something that you were not expecting yeah. them to be offended by yeah. and how you handle that. Yeah, I mean, I'd say these days it happens less and less because of putting these principles in our lives so well that I pick up really quickly in a relationship yeah. where I can tell something's not built on the foundation of trust. Yeah. So it happens less and less. But I would say definitely, you know, in that moment, it's a split second of confusion between you and I and misunderstanding. I thought you had something. I thought you were going to do something and you don't seem like you've got it. Yeah. Why is this happening? This I is don't have of, it and yeah. I'm not sorry about not having it either. Yeah. <laughs> One of um, uh, somebody called Nicholas Howard, uh, um, we really listened to the teaching of for a little bit. Mm. He would often say, it's weird. Well, you know, it's good when it's weird. You have to ask yourself, why is this weird? Because that's not normal if it's weird. Yeah. So we need to go back to not weird, you know? Yeah. And so in that split moment, I feel like something's weird. This is not uh, normal. Yes. It's not normal. Because like, for a lot and for a lot of people, the dysfunction starts to feel normal. Yeah, it's part of and life. It's weird. He's yeah, weird or you know, yeah, I feel totally just, disconnected. But it but that was what uh, Nicholas was helping us to yeah. kind of approach it. Hey, as disconnection is weird yeah disconnection is, is not natural that's something that Nothing there's got to be a reason for that mm-hmm. like if you're sick yeah right yeah. you just go that's weird i feel yeah. sick i need yeah. to get to the bottom of why i feel sick exactly so i think for that split moment i'm like some that's weird that that's not normal between matt and i and yeah. um you know it's late at night like we discussed i'd like to jump in bed as well and start you know check you know just <laughs> that face <laughs> What are you going to say next? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just curious as to what you were going to say you wanted to jump in bed and do. <laughs> okay. So I want to go and put my PJs on oh, and relax. That's what bed. I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Too. So anyway, I'm ready to just check out for yeah. the day because, you know, we've got a lot on, as you were mentioning in the first part. Uh, we've had a lot of things happening in the last month and I am exhausted. Totally. So I think... In that moment, it's weird and I'm annoyed because I can't be bothered. But I do know if I'm too strong about how annoyed I am about right. this, you know, I'm going to lose connection and I'm, I'm trying to have some self-control. But yeah. in that moment... Would you pause on that? You have grown so yeah. much. Because yeah. I didn't grow up in a family where we, uh, where we like raised our voices with each other. Yeah. You know, we, our struggle was probably more around passive aggressivity, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. me and my brothers and... And whereas you were raised in a family yeah, where... more aggressivity you know, is a way of talking, and, which is a norm. Like yes. You just, and so you what's wrong with you is yeah. actually a way of going, let's figure out this problem and be very civilized about it. Yeah. But you just say what's wrong with you because that's just the way you talk. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. we've learned to both undo some of those weird, yes. actually weird, not normal ways of relating. And we've, we've adapted and, and grown and matured in it. So in that moment, I'm thinking, this is weird. I'm annoyed. I want to be very direct. I just want to get to the point. Uh, but I can tell Matt what's... <laughs> I mean, the impression I get is Matt's a little lost. He's just not sure yeah. what he's feeling, what is going on inside I was. of him. I was. And, uh, I was, like, completely clueless as to why... I, w- I knew I was upset. Yeah. But I could Didn't not put why. my finger yeah. on why. Yeah. And so I think in, the, in those moments, I often feel like 
I, I just try to get to a point where I'm like, this isn't my issue, this isn't mm. my issue, but I'm annoyed. Yes. Because I want to move forward. I'm quite a direct, you know, I don't know if some of you guys have done a, a disc assessment test, but I'm a, I'm a high D. Right. I'm results oriented style. when it comes to communication. I, I just want to know, all right, what's the problem? How do we fix it? Who takes mm. responsibility for what? And then how do we move in, you know, into the yeah, next phase of what it? What you're saying is so good. You're basically separating, you're not saying, I have no issue. Yeah. What you're saying is you're separating what is your issue yeah. and what's my yeah, issue. Yeah. You not Matt not knowing what Matt yeah. feels, yeah. not my issue. That's right. I try my best. Me, me being you know? annoyed, my issue. Yeah, exactly. And so and what, I'm gonna what do am is, I going to do with that? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's, that's where I was at. I was a bit annoyed and wanting to get to results of like, what's the problem? How mm. do we fix it? Task mode. You know, so I don't know. I don't want to be doing the floors tomorrow. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to be the one <laughs> totally. cleaning. Up. And our um, our life has already our rhythm has already yes. suffered. And I think I was trying to express that over was, the last few you weeks. You know, I was trying to get you to understand. Like I'm, I'm trying to get back to normal. I want to get back to the point where everybody's holding their responsibility and their jobs well. And yeah, yeah. so yeah, so it was like one more yeah. threat to our family rhythm, yeah, to peace and it was and just. On a, in, a, in a week where everything else has been going according to rhythm, like, it's, it's not yeah. that big of a deal, but it's like, oh, yeah. man, we're already, there's so many interruptions yeah. to our rhythm, and so it was But upsetting. I mean, it, but the main thing, and it is still what I have to work on, you were saying, you know, in, um, in, in general, when this happens to me, if somebody doesn't know what they're feeling, it is really mm. hard for me. Like, yeah. I'm a verbal processor. I learn what I feel by starting to talk. Like, I literally, I'll start to say a sentence, and I'll know what I feel by processing verbally yeah. and so I can't quite compute when someone yes. can't process verbally and doesn't know what they're feeling and so I feel quite lost myself when someone doesn't know what they feel they yes. need when they start shutting down yes I, I feel yeah. extreme my anxiety like heightens right up when yeah. when I am in the presence of someone who doesn't know what they're feeling and needing yeah because I'm like how can that be and they stop communicating <laughs> and they, they start, start to commu- shut, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, they shut down and that's really what I wanted to get at because I think a lot of us can identify with that I know we've certainly walked through that at times yeah. with each other and also with other yeah. relationships yeah. where where all of a sudden this person needs loads yeah. of space from me this person yeah. is in shutdown mode yeah and and i'm going what yeah. the heck like yeah. that's not that's not okay we don't do that to each other we don't just shut down and push each other away yeah and and that's that can be really painful and in those moments we desperately want understanding we're asking that question what mm. the heck just happened what is happening between us and you owe me clarity, yeah. right? And that's what we feel in that moment. Um, but we've got to come from a foundation of respect yeah. that we actually, um, that we, I want you to give me clarity, yeah. but sometimes we're not able to give that to each other. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. like in that moment, it's kind of a silly small example, you know, of the vacuum thing, but yeah. I simply didn't have clarity to give you. Yeah. There, there's no... You know, you have as much clarity as I have in that yeah. moment. And so what do you, what have you found as somebody who, you know, I feel like in, in terms of, you know, if I, if I can learn to be in touch with my emotions and communicate them, anyone can. And if <laughs> you can learn to shut up, to, <laughs> no, yes. if you can learn to hold your peace yeah. 
and be okay, yeah. even when someone is in shutdown mode, yeah. then, and, then anyone can. That's right. Right? Because that's yeah, your, yeah. your challenge. That's so what? talk to us about mm. what, you know, how do you handle that? How do you sort of stay sane yeah. when someone is in shutdown mode and not able to give you the clarity, you know, that you, that you need? Yeah. Because the, the, as fear kicks in, mm. it's a, it becomes a matter of fear naturally pushes us towards wanting to defend our position. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, it's really this thing of uh, picking up. It's, it's almost, for me, it's the next mature level of picking up on what I'm feeling. I know what I'm feeling. I'm frustrated. But it's actually anger and frustration is a bit more of a secondary emotion. Oh, yes. There's got to be a... Superficial. Yeah. There's something deeper. There's got to be something underneath. So I, instead of going to frustration or anger which is an easy grab it's an easy fix yes. you know and it's actually uh it's more like a i'm going to try to control you i'm going to try to control the situation sure. way of attempting yes. to express my i'm emotion. right you're wrong yeah. and i'm angry yeah super super simple yeah so instead of going to that which has been my go-to because it's the way i was raised or like that's what i've pictured a lot in my culture and my mm. upbringing or the way teachers you know taught us or whatever else instead of going to that is probably i could feel the emotion rise up a frustration somebody seems really stunned and very very quiet and somebody seems to be lost mm. don't know what they want mm. don't know what they need and or maybe are on starting a, on a to big macro, they're just ghosting you. They're yeah, basically just say that. Yeah. And starting to put walls yeah. and distance themselves. And I'm definitely feeling, but it's usually in a conversation or yes. when I was in proximity with a, with a friend who's starting to do that. I feel it in a moment in a, in a, a place of partnership we were in, and suddenly something's not feeling right. They seem stunned. They seem quiet. They don't. They're not telling me what they're feeling and experiencing. I would say I feel the emotion come up and it's frustration first. It's mm -hmm. like, why can't you figure yourself out? Like, yeah. why it's so, but, but because it feels so not natural and normal for me to know to wake up and know what I want and what yeah. I need. And with the way you're wired, for you to completely ghost someone. It, I would need with, to be. You would need to literally hate, hate this somebody. person. Exactly. Like you I, need, it's my, in my yeah. wiring is like you would have to have hatred someone to yeah. someone to do that. Not, but the, not talking about having boundaries, but like no communication. I'm just completely yeah, walling you. Yeah, ghosting. You know, that you would just never do. Yeah, you know? I could never do that because I always want to give a person a chance to understand what I'm experiencing. Yeah. So they can know if, if yeah. it's not. And so naturally through that lens. It's easy to interpret the other person's behavior yeah. in that same way. Yeah. Oh, therefore, if you're doing that to me, yeah. you must yeah. feel. Yeah, so I, I try to not have that assumption yeah. anymore. I would have at the beginning because, like, isn't the whole world like me? <laughs> <laughs> but that was my 20s and 30s, you know, and then I realized not everybody thinks that way. Okay, mm -hmm. so then um, I just try to not assume. And when I feel that emotion, I ask questions. Yes. Do you know what Come you're on. feeling? Do you know what you're, what are you thinking? If, if they look like they're mid thinking moment, I give them space. But All if right. they've, they now, are, notice the difference in tone. That's not a, what are you thinking? Yes. It's a, what are, what Tell are you me, thinking? I, I'm really interested. There might be something you're thinking or feeling yes. or needing right now. I'm interested. I'm curious. The whole aspect yes. of curiosity in the relationship is I'm curious about you and what's going on inside of you. Often I'm pretty sure at that point they'll say I'm not sure or they'll say something like uh, I, I'll get back to you or I, I need to think about this more. 
some of that mm. will probably happen, which will continue to heighten my sense of anxiety. I'm like, ooh, I might never hear from them again, you know. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, I just just simply ask questions, respect their need for mm -hmm. what they, you know, just particularly with you over the years of solo, like you might need at the beginning of this exercise a few years back when you would, when I would try to push this ball back in your court of what are you feeling and needing, you might take two or three days sometimes. I remember yeah. one or two times where you took two or three days to even tell me what you're feeling about a particular issue. These days it's 15 minutes, which is amazing. Mm. Uh, but oh, I, I tried In the early stages? I think there, even were, there would have been times I would have taken a few weeks. <laughs> I think one time about a year. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. It was one issue. took about a year for you to. <laughs> well, get it's to a the language of... that you learn. Yes. So yes, I yes. learned that as an adult, how yeah. to be in touch with what I'm feeling and communicate it. Yeah. It's like learning to speak another language. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, it can take time. Yeah, so in that, I I think for me, uh, giving the space, asking the question. Sorry, giving the space mm. for what people need, and then asserting my needs yes. if I get nothing back. Yeah. And and sometimes people want to go right back to normal as if nothing happened. Mm. But this issue got completely unresolved and then they're asking for more. So in other words, they're trying to bypass the process of truth-telling yeah. because it's just too stressful, it's too hard. Let's pretend it didn't happen. And that I've learned. I, mm. I, well, I already knew all along. I've never been able to do that. But, but even now, I've learned to communicate that in a gentle, kind, but still very clear proactive manner yeah. so I get to communication and I, I do a good piece of communication either a conversation yes. phone call or text depending the circumstance and what the relationship can sh the relationship can take yeah. uh, I'll, I'll assert my needs and say well I, I think until we can until you can give me an answer yeah. as to why this happened or what you yeah. were feeling I think it would be better if we don't step back into this partnership or this project we're working on until that's sorted because mm. I just know now <laughs> Not that I, I think I kind of always knew, but it's like I've learned the hard way of trying to be gracious. You think you're being gracious by not having that process of clarification. Mm. And then you step into these projects, these ideas, these things that you do with people or this place of intimacy or of connection that hasn't earned the trust. Mm. And then it, it just does not work well and, yeah. and it backfires. Totally. So, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not rocket science if you think about it in this way, that a lack of clarity or confusion is always is always simply a lack of truth. Yeah. It's a lack of truth in the situation. You know, it's it's, it's very very often mm -hmm. maybe always the case that a that a a painful truth yeah. is better than yeah. confusion. Yeah. Like confusion is the biggest relationship yeah. killer. It's amazing. Yeah. Pain is actually a very redeemable yeah. important part of any relationship. Yeah. Actually, like yeah. every beautiful story ever told involves moments of pain and and uh, but confusion on the other hand is just an is just a killer and so yeah um and so i'm thinking just getting uh, to sort of wind this up on a practical note some things that are coming to mind for me as you're as you're talking are the questions um i love what you said i i get curious i start asking questions yeah which is the opposite of defending my position yeah right so fear pushes me or towards trying to highlight there's something wrong with you that exactly. you can't figure this out <laughs> yeah and that's my position my yeah, position yeah. is there's something wrong with you yeah and so i'm trying to defend yeah. that i'm trying to recruit you to agree with that that yeah. doesn't produce connection you know it's this whole thing that we often talk about to be right or to be connected yeah. you might get both but you yeah. can't pursue both at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, the pursuit of being right mm. is different than the pursuit 
of being connected yeah. to this person that you love. And so the questions that come to my mind are, number one, did I make a safe place for you to be honest with me? Yeah. Am, you know, have I done a good job? And so if one of our kids is in shutdown yeah. mode or, or a friend or a teammate, if they're in sort of beginning to really distance themselves, I want to start asking myself that question. How, how good of a job have yeah. I done yeah. in making a safe place for this person to be honest with me? Yeah. Right? And hopefully they can answer that question. Yeah. But if they need total distance, then, mm. you know, then the, the, the next question becomes, how can I do that now? Mm. Is there something I can do now? Um, I love, um, is it Danny? Was it Danny Soap that talked at the conference with us? Or maybe in one of the, maybe in one of our Zoom calls, he talked about, if you're approaching, if you see some beautiful creature like a deer mm -hmm. in the woods, mm -hmm. something really special, what do you do? It, I mean, it would be wonderful if you could just walk up and touch it and pet yeah. it, you know, because it's such the, this beautiful, precious moment. And so what you'd have to try to figure out how to make yourself as as safe, they, yeah. you know, you have to basically, what do I got to do to, to yeah. reduce anxiety in this moment? How do I... How do I make myself appear as as how do, I'm trying to figure out how to say that as least least threatening, threatening yeah. as I possibly can, yeah. you know? And so, so we would do that with a deer in the woods, mm. but we wouldn't do that with the most important person in our yeah. life. We, you know, yeah. when when we feel that in yeah. an incredibly yeah. close relationship, sometimes we just blow the person's head off. Yeah, you know, right. instead of kind of going, okay, how do I? What can I take responsibility for in reducing yeah. anxiety in this moment? Yeah. Yeah. And then you talked about um, you talked about boundaries. Mm -hmm. in, in other words, um, I think you described it as asserting my needs. Yeah, it's really helpful to think of that as not a oh okay well if you're not going to be clear then I have needs. Yes, that's it's, right. It's more okay. What do I need in order to keep myself able yeah. to hang in there? Yeah, that's right. Until you're able to give me the clarity that I yeah. need. Yeah, right. That's the so, right process of connection for yeah. us in the midst of you figuring yourself out so that yes. you don't try to go further than where we're at yeah, yeah exactly because right. you're thinking i'm not superhuman yeah the distance that you're creating between us is painful yeah so i got to figure out how do i make sure the bare minimum yeah. of of my needs are getting met yeah. you know so that it's like okay no problem mm. you need that level of distance I'm not going to suggest it's not painful, yeah. but I'm, it's like, and that's a creative process. That's yeah. a creative yeah. thinking through what would I need? What if this person needs this space for a year? Yeah. What if they yeah. need it for and five years? In some instances, some yeah. friends. That's right. Um, and needed that space. And, it, and, you, and I think that that's where, in so many instances, when I'm talking with people who are experiencing that, like, oh, this person is just has completely disconnected and I have no idea why and I'm so frustrated about this situation. I'm like, why don't you turn that frustration into the wondering how did you yes. participate in, in ways of communicating that you want to make it safe, like what you're saying, but just spend more time wanting it to resolve rather than being frustrated that it happened. Yes. Spend more time focusing on the, the part where you, you push through for, for better connection and you give this person a, an opportunity, a clear opportunity mm. to know what you need so that this can be resolved. Exactly. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's what yeah. you're saying. And you're not going to be able to do that while you're furious. No. You're not. And, no. and you know what? 
Maybe your fury is completely valid. Because this person, you were relating in a particular way and everything was fine. And then all of a sudden they blew up. Because maybe they've had resentment building towards you for the last five months or five years that they didn't deal with. And then Mm. all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden you basically become Satan overnight. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's a silly way to put it, but that's what it feels like. And it's tough because you're going, look, I'm not saying I'm perfect, Mm. but... Like, really? Like, am I that awful that all of a sudden you need that level of distance from me? And it's painful. Mm -hmm. And you might need to find a safe place. Not with that person. Mm. Because they need space from you. Mm. But someone else to be a safe place to just vent the pain and frustration and get yourself back into a state where you've forgiven them and you're back into a state of peace. And it's like, okay, I've worked through the pain of that. Now I'm ready to be creative. Now I'm thinking through, okay, Mm -hmm. you need space. Painful, but I get it. How do I create safety? How do I I keep myself in a place Mm -hmm. where I can be kind? Mm -hmm. Right? What are the things that I need in order to be able to keep my... That's a boundaries thing. How do I keep myself in a safe place, in a a healthy space, Mm -hmm. so that the moment you are ready to be honest with me, you're not going to find me now full of resentment. That's right. But you're going to find me... Yeah, right. The moment you turn around mm-hmm. and you wanted to and you want to reconnect, yeah. you're gonna find me not pretending that everything's fine, yeah. but you're gonna find me ready to engage yeah. in that healthy yeah. process and of it, working it, it through. It takes a lot of effort emotionally to be directing the frustration and the the sense of disappointment of this mm-hmm. person walking away or, or doing what they're doing that upsets you. It takes a lot of energy. To grab that discontentment and frustration you feel towards this person, forgive and turn it towards how do I forgive them for what they, what I feel they owed me, or mm-hmm. how do I let go of that, and start focusing on what can I enjoy with this person with good boundary. Mm-hmm. And often people, when I start talking about that, it's where we get to the point where it's a huge effort. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work because yeah. then sometimes you might end up the person might never want connection back to the point where you have what you used to have with mm-hmm. them. And they actually give you only a small smidget mm-hmm. of connection with smidgen. you. Sm- mm. What is it? Smidgen? Smidgen? Whatever the word Maybe is. Smidgen. <laughs> small piece of connection. <laughs> yeah. And you end up feeling like, what? That's all you want now? Yeah. And that can be hard. But, you know, it, it's still a lot of effort to go, well, I will take what I'm given and honor yeah. that. It's hard. There it's you hard. go, folks. There's the truth. It takes a lot of freaking <laughs> lot of hard effort. work. Yeah. And, and commitment. That's, commitment. And that's why, that's why we're always emphasizing these are principles for your most important relationships. Yeah, exactly. Right? These are yeah. the principles that are, that are to be applied in your relationships that are worth that level of effort. It's not yeah. to say that some humans are more valuable no, than others. It's just who but, you've chosen but it's, your life yeah, some re- Not all relationships are equal. Everybody, yeah. Right? That we get to choose that. We get to decide which are the most important relationships in my life. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Cool. We'll leave it at that. So, yeah, so just those questions. Did I make a safe place? I really like to end on the practical note. Did I make a safe place for you to be honest with me? Mm. How can I make a safe place for you to be honest with me now? And what boundaries do I need to have for myself yeah. to be able to go the distance? What if you, you know, it might be a while before you're able to give me that clarity. How do I keep myself in a healthy place while I wait for you to be able to give me that clarity? 
good. Cool. All right, awesome. we'll leave it at that. See ya.